For the week of November 15 to November 21, 2013, I'm your host David Tanner and we are very pleased to have you with us here today on Main Menu. Well, you may remember a couple of weeks ago we announced during the tech updates that Hems Inc. had just come out and just released a new note taker called the BrailleSense U2 Mini. and. Our executive producer, Chase Crispin, is with us today with Jenny Axler from HIMSS, and they are going to be talking about the new BrailleSense U2 Mini, and uh, Jenny will be telling us all about the features and uh, talking about all of the things that are new, and there are some new and exciting things that weren't even in the U2, so you'll want to be taking note of that. It sounds like a really neat new note-taker, and one that uh, is sure to draw a lot of interest. Well, and you will remember that it hasn't been very many weeks ago that Apple came out with the new Maverick OS 10.9 operating system for the Mac, which was a free upgrade, and according to reports, it has gotten more acceptance and is in wider use at this early stage than has been any other version of the OS X operating system for the Mac over the years. It is a free upgrade and some people believe that that may be one of the reasons so many people are converting to it as quickly as they are because it doesn't cost anything. Well, one of the nice things also about Maverick has been that Although there have been some bugs, and that's what you would expect, that there would be some bugs in just about any new operating system or new piece of software. Well, probably one of the biggest things that's been reported were some problems with the mail client in the new operating system. And in the past week, Apple has released an update to that to take care of the mail client problems. A lot of it had to do with Gmail and if you were a Gmail user there were a number of problems you could have. Uh, some of the other problems that came up and these weren't huge major problems by and large nothing compared to what has appeared in earlier versions uh, upon first release but there was a minor upgrade update and fix that Apple just released this past week also to correct a problem with the Mac new MacBook Pros that could cause the onboard keyboard and uh, mouse pad to, to lock up on you for whatever reason and they have released an update to fix that. There was a small bug in the iBooks that first came out with this version of the OS X and they have that and some minor bug fixes in GarageBand. And speaking of all of that, David Woodbridge from the Main Menu staff is with us today with the first part of an introduction and demonstration of Mavericks and that we are going to be getting right into here very soon on today's show also. Well, we hope you've had a great week. We've got one other quick little tech announcement from Mary Emerson from the Main Menu staff, and then we'll get right on into today's production. 
You have a great week, and we'll see you back here next week on Main Menu. For the past five years or so, a website in the UK has been hosting a lot of podcasts, many of them by blind people. This site was located in the UK. It was called Bavis, B is in boy, A, V is in Victor, I-S dot C-O dot U-K. Bavis stood for Blind and Visually Impaired Services. And many of us enjoyed hosting our podcasts on this site, and there were some other services that they offered. Unfortunately, the managers of the site have had to close it down, and I believe it was closed sometime after November 1st, if not on November 1st. And I just wanted to let people know, kind of a sad loss for all of us who hosted our podcast there, but there are other options for that. If you're interested in providing feedback about Main Menu, chatting with all of the members of the Main Menu staff, and be able to communicate with a large number of Main Menu's listeners, you might wish to subscribe to the Main Menu Friends mailing list. To subscribe to the Main Menu Friends mailing list, you can send an email to mm-friends-subscribe at acbradio.org. That's mm-friends-subscribe at acbradio.org. You can also participate in conversation about Main Menu on Twitter by following at Main Menu or visiting our Twitter page at www.twitter.com slash Main Menu. Hello, Main Menu listeners. This is Chase Crispin, and today I am speaking with Jenny Axler from Hymns, and we are talking today about the brand new BrailleSense U2 Mini from Hymns. Jenny, welcome back to Main Menu. Thanks. I'm always happy to be here. We always enjoy being on Main, main Menu, especially when we get to talk about great new products. It's been a while since you've been on Main Menu. I believe last time you were here, we were talking about the brand new U2, and that's been out for a while now. There's been several software upgrades, and now you guys have released the U2 Mini. Can you go ahead and just talk about what the U2 Mini is? Sure. Um, as you mentioned, we released our U2 a little over a year ago, and we released our U2 QWERTY last summer. And the U2 Mini is just another addition to that family. Um, it has basically the same hardware specifications and that we, we still have the 32 gigabyte storage, the, the 1 gigahertz processor for all the geeks, <laughs> you know. Um, so its power and performance is going to be similar to the U2. The difference is that it's a baby model. It has 18 cells. Um, it has one USB OTG port, which means on the go. And that means that you can use it as a host or a client port. So you can use it to connect to your PC to use ActiveSync or the Braille terminal or to see it in mass storage device mode, which means you can view it as a drive. Or you can connect um, a QWERTY keyboard or a thumb drive or something like that to it with the use of a little uh, gender adapter. So um, it does a lot of things, this one tiny little port. We do have an SD card slot that will support SDHC and SDXC. We've so far tested these up to 128 gigs, so you can really put a lot of storage just in this little tiny device. And it's about the size of a box of checks, weighs just under one pound. So this really is a powerhouse that you can hold in the palm of your hand. And this replaced the BrailleSense on hand, correct? 
That's correct. The Braille Sense on hand was more in line with what the Braille Sense Plus was doing. Um, they were sort of in a in a similar family, and so now we've upgraded this model to match what our U2 models are doing. And it does contain um, the version eight software. The Braille Sense Plus and on hand also have version eight, but the U2s are able to do a few things that those devices are not able to do um, due to hardware limitations. For example, our Excel viewer um, and our YouTube application are the biggest things. Um, also, we have a full display view that allows you to view a full display of um, text on the screen. This is useful mostly in education. Um, it's really neat with the YouTube Mini. There's actually an active sync um, add-on that allows you to basically you just run this tiny little program and you can actually view the display of the YouTube Mini on a laptop screen, on a PC screen. So it's really neat and convenient. It allows a teacher to um, possibly be a little bit far away. For example, if you're connecting uh, to ActiveSync via Bluetooth, you can the teacher can be at her desk and can just even do other things, but can switch over at any time and see what the blind student's doing. Um, and, you know, of course, you can also connect via USB if you're just in a, in a setting where it's a TVI or something and there's just the two of you in the room and the teacher's just verifying. So it doesn't have to be that complicated. Are there any limitations in the U2 Mini that, so anything you can do with say the U2 or the U2 QWERTY that you can't do with the Mini, or is it capable of doing everything? It doesn't have Ethernet um, because of, again, the size. Um, also, there is no VGA outport, um, which is the reason why we do the full display view via ActiveSync. Um, th again, there is only one USB OTG port instead of the three USB host ports and one client. So mainly what it doesn't have are a few of the ports, and then of course it has less cells. Um, internally, under the hood, as far as software and things like that, it can do everything that the U2 and the U2 QWERTY are capable of. Does it have built-in GPS? It does. Um, actually, we did have that in the on hand as well, and we do have it in the U2 and the U2 QWERTY, so it does have built-in GPS and an electronic compass. We include a Google Maps application that does allow you, uh, when you're connected to Wi-Fi, to plan and save routes, which you can then access on the go and use GPS. Of course, if you have something like a, a, a jetpack or a, an iPhone with tethering, you can do anything. I mean, you basically have a full GPS um, capability on the go. You just, you've got to have that internet access, of course, to, um, to access like near POIs and things like that. And of course, we do have sense navigation. If you want something that is more powerful, um, that is specifically written for blind people, and that's going to give you more information, that's going to let you use virtual mode. There's all kinds of things that SenseNav can do um, that almost no GPS program can do. Um, so we do have that available as well for purchase as a purchasable add-on. What kind of battery life does the U2 Mini get? It's about nine hours. I guess that would be one difference between that and the U2. It is a smaller battery pack, um, of course, to accommodate the small size of the unit. However, as with the on hand, we do provide you um, an extra battery and an external charger. So you can charge one battery while you use another. You get two with the unit. So you actually do get the 18 hours battery life if you have both batteries and you take them both with you. And that is comparable to the U2 and the U2 QWERTY. They're about 17 or 18 hour um, batteries in those units. Does it come with a case? Yes. Um, it's going to come with a case 
that would be similar to the on hands. It's very hard to describe. I think one of the Koreans once described it to me um, as being like a diary, and it kind of is the way that it closes over it. It snaps in, and then there's a lid that closes over it. Um, there is also an executive products case available. Actually, the same executive products case that fits the on hand will also fit the U2 Mini. Its look and feel are very, very similar. It's really what's inside that's very different. It is, I guess if you can see it visually, it does look a little different. It has more color. It's got red trim and it has light gray keys. So it does look a little bit flashier. But in general, um, if anyone has ever felt an on hand, the U2 Mini looks almost the same. The only difference in how it feels is um, between the on-off switch and the the media buttons, the forward key, there is a little square that sort of protrudes a little bit. It's the GPS logo that actually, the GPS antenna is a little bit, um, it protrudes a little bit, which I think makes it um, stronger. It gives it a better signal. It's not quite so flush inside the unit. Um, I don't know that for a fact, but I'm guessing that's the reason why it looks that way. But other than that, it's exactly the same. And so the executive products case that is available for the on-hand also fits the U2 Mini. And in fact, we have a promotion right now. Um, if you purchase the U2 Mini, you can get either a free executive products case, a free external USB LCD, or um, two hours of product training. So you kind of get a, a f- you can have your choice of any one of these three freebies if you purchase. I'm quite sure that it's at least through the end of the month. I think it's through the end of the year, but definitely um, check with our sales reps on that. Is there any way to trade in an older Braille Sense, like an on-hand, to get a U2 Mini, or must someone buy the new one outright? There are going to likely be trade-in promotions. These have not completely been set in stone yet so I really don't know what they are part of the reason why I'm a little iffy on a lot of this is that we're not shipping yet Um, we should be shipping within a couple of weeks um, I do believe but because we're not shipping yet some of this hasn't been completely finalized and um, and set in stone which is again why I'm a little bit hesitant and iffy on uh, you know not being able to say exactly what they are I do believe that there will be trade-in promotions I, again I would say check with us when we have them for sure they will be announced on our email list and on our website and our news list are you accepting pre-orders for the U2 mini even though it's not shipping Yes, we definitely are, and we have several already. So this is something that that our users are very, very excited about. And I think it's just everybody now wants portable power. They want everything on the go. And so this really fits that bill. Um, In addition to doing all the things that it does, it also can be used as a Bluetooth Braille display for iOS and Android phones and, and, um, of course, iPads and tablets as well and and even laptops, although it's, it's kind of a small display for a PC or a Mac, but some people still do that. Um, but definitely, you know, it's, it's used in conjunction with other portable devices as well as what it can do internally. So I think it's, that's why it's really popular, um, because it is just so you can fit it in a purse or a jacket pocket easily, and you get a lot of power and speed and Braille. <laughs> that is very nice. What is the price point on the U2 Mini? It's going to be the same price as our on-hand was previously, so it'll be 3995 okay. And then, of course, shipping on top of that. Okay. 
Is there anything else about the U2 Mini or anything else going on at Hims or anything you want to tell us that's coming up? I know you probably can't do that. Is there anything else you want to mention before we wrap this up? <laughs> I would say, you know, just keep watching for our new software. We're always working on exciting things. Our version 8, as as you mentioned, gave us the, the YouTube Excel Viewer, the new Quick Browser, Dropbox, um, and RSS. And so... Hims is always, always moving. We are always moving forward. We're always um, trying to be innovative to offer, you know, a balance of mainstream as well as blindness specific and productivity applications. So um, I'm sure that we will continue to do that. Um, so, you know, just basically continue to watch us, continue to watch our website. Um, definitely take a look at the YouTube mini. You can visit us at www.hims-inc.com. That's H-I-M-S- inc.com. You can call us at 888-520-4467 and you can email us at sales at hymns-inc.com. So if you have any questions at all about any of our products, about the YouTube mini, about um, version 8, about the other YouTube products, um, of course we also have our Braille Edge Braille display and our Book Sense and our Candy Grip digital magnifiers, our lifestyle desktop. So we've got a lot of things always going on and a lot of things that we're always working on. So feel free to visit us or write us and or call us. There's one thing that you just kind of alluded to that I think many of our listeners are really curious about. You mentioned that Hims is always working on new software and new applications, and you guys have done a really remarkable job about keeping all of us users up to date with what's going on in terms of access to popular things like Twitter and Dropbox and all of those different things that the BrailleSense has access to. The BrailleSense products are all powered by Windows CE, and I know many people know that this is becoming an outdated operating system. How do you think this impacts the BrailleSense in terms of its capabilities as opposed to using a newer operating system? That's a really interesting question. Um, I think that right now it is actually working better than any of the other OSs that doing what we need it to do. Um, that isn't to say that it isn't outdated. That isn't to say that APIs will be available forever, but right now they are. Right now they are, and right now we're making it work, and we are offering, um, I think, the most built-in mainstream compatible applications. Um, and it, they don't require workarounds. I mean, yes, there are a lot of things that you can do on the iPhone or an Android phone or tablet that you cannot do on our units. Um, some of them work very well. Some of them don't. Some of them work with Braille. Some of them don't. Again, you've got two pieces to connect. And of course, you know, we recognize that we can't do everything. There is a small amount of development going on in blindness-specific technology. You know, there, we're not selling to the thousands and, and millions of people that purchase mainstream technology. So there are always limitations in that regard, which is why we also allow our devices to connect to those mainstream devices so that you can do what you need to do or things that you want to do that aren't available on our devices. But I think that we have actually managed in the note taker to add more mainstream compatible and um, productivity applications than anyone else is doing right now. So I guess what I would say is... Yeah, Windows CE may be um, outdated in terms of OSs, but it's working. It's doing what we need it to do, and it's doing that right now. It seems to be doing things better than other devices 
um, that are trying to use OSs natively. Uh, I'm talking Braille devices that are trying to use OSs natively. I'm not saying that things won't change or that we should not consider the future and what we might need to do. We certainly should. But like I said, right now it's working. Right now we're able to give our users what they want. And so I guess what I would say to that question is, it's working. So does it matter what's under the hood? When we're able to deliver what our users are asking for, um, I think that that right now we need to do what works. I think that's a very good point. And you have many, many users that are pleased with the product. So keep up the great work developing all of the new things that Hims is releasing. Uh, thanks for joining me on Main Menu today. And I look forward to visiting with you with the next major Hims release. All right. Thanks for having me. Main Menu. Welcome to this Mac OS 10.9 Mavericks demo using VoiceOver. In this demonstration, I'll be going through most of the major features in Mavericks using VoiceOver. However, I will not be demonstrating all of the features, mainly just mentioning them. And you can certainly go to other places to get more information about those particular items that I'm actually just going to talk about in this demo. And I thought in this demo, I'm actually going to do things slightly differently. I'm actually going to use Alex to read out each point. And for the points I want to then demonstrate, we'll then go on to then demonstrate those in this demonstration. Some of the changes you'll notice in Mac OS 10.1.0.9 Mavericks. Free, available from the Mac App Store and capable of running on any Mac that supports Mavericks. So basically... Mavericks is now free, and as that point said, it's now capable of running any Mac that supports the new operating system. And you can upgrade from as low as Snow Leopard, which was Mac OS 10.6. Now, I'm assuming you're going to have to have 10.6.8, because from memory, I think that's when the App Store became available in Snow Leopard as you will need to download it from the Mac App Store. And if you want to find it, if I just go to my Mac App Store, and I've got it set up on my keyboard commander with right option A. App Store window. And I'm just going to do command F for find. Search, search text field. And it's going to type in Mavericks. M-A-V-E-R-I-C-K-S and press enter. Mavericks highlighted. And if I do VO command H or control option command H for header. Heading level two, search results for Mavericks. Now I'm going to do VO right arrow, control option right arrow. Sort by relevance, sort by OS 10 Mavericks group with two items. Okay, and I interact with that with the interact command for voiceover. Shift VO down arrow, shift control option down arrow. Two items, interact with OS 10 Mavericks group with two items. List four items. And of course, I'm doing VO right arrow contraption right arrow. Link OS 10 Mavericks. Okay, VO spacebar contraption spacebar to select it. Press link OS 10 Mavericks. Visited link image OS 10 Mavericks. Download OS 10 Mavericks free button. VO spacebar on the download free button to download and store Mavericks on your Snow Leopard, Lion, or Mountain Lion system. Okay, so let me just close that for the moment and return to our text edit document that I can't got my notes in. Text edit, notes for mavericks.txt window finder. Okay, so we're going to talk about finder now. One, 
Shift plus Command plus T no longer add to dock is now show tab bar. Add to dock is now shift plus control plus command plus T. Okay, so for those of us that add things to the dock via the keyboard command, command T, that's actually new tab as that point said. And the way to add an item to the dock now is shift control command T. So let me just, just demonstrate that to you now. Switch back to my finder for the moment. Finder, finder, desktop, Macintosh HD volume. Now let's say, for example, I want to add another application to my dock. It's going to jump to the Applications folder with Shift-Command-A. Applications. Now in Applications window. Okay, so let me just down arrow to find an app to put on my dock, which is not already there. Airfoil speakers.app application. Airfoil.app application. Airplane setting.app application. Now I'm pretty sure that one's not on the dock. So the new command to add that to the dock is now shift control command t so i'll do that now add to dock okay so to the dock and before in mountain line etc it was command t now if i do command t now new tab all my files group okay it opens up a new tab in the finder window that we'll get to in a minute so i'm just going to do command w to close down this new tab close tab list view table Airplane setting app application. Okay, and I'll return to my previous tab, which is my current finder window on my applications folder. Now for the moment, I'm just going to do Command W to close that. Close window, now in desktop. And just to verify that that command did indeed work to add airplane to my dock, I'm just going to go to the dock with VOD or Control Option D. Dock, System Preferences. And let me just type in AIR. Airplane setting 27 of 30. And there it is. Command tab to go back to our document. Air text edit. Text edit. Notes for mavericks.txt window 2. Create new finder tab window. Command plus T. This used to be add item to sidebar. I.e. next to toolbar. Shows multiple tabs which you can view plus space to select and use that particular finder window. Basically rehashing the previous point about the fact that command T now opens up a new tab window. So you have multiple tabs in finder now versus the shift control command T, which of course we just did previously to add the item to the dock. So let me just show you what that does. And of course the, as that point said, the tab window item comes up next to your toolbar. So I'm just going to do Command Tab to go back to my Finder again. Finder, Finder, Desktop, Macintosh HD Volume. Okay, now let's just open up a Finder window by just jumping to my Applications folder again. Applications, now in Applications window. And let me do VO left arrow or Control Option left arrow. Vertical Splitter, Sidebar, Table, Applications, Selected Tab, One of One. Okay, so I've only got one tab open at the moment. So, for example, if I now jump to my Downloads folder with Option-Command-L. Downloads, List View, Table. Now if we do VO, Left Arrow, Control Option, Left Arrow. Vertical Splitter, Sidebar, Table, Downloads, Selected Tab, One of One. Okay, it still says Selected Tab, One of One, because we're only using one Finder window. So I've only got one tab open. So if I wanted multiple tabs, Command-T for a new tab window. New tab, all my files group. 
Now that defaults to all files. So if I do VR left arrow, control option left arrow. Vertical splitter, sidebar, table, all my files, selected tab, two of two. Okay, so all my files is now the second tab, two of two. And if I do VR left arrow, control option left arrow. Downloads tab, one of two. Okay, downloads is stored there as a tab that I could VO spacebar or control option spacebar on to access that one. Now, at the moment, my all files is selected. So, for example, if I wanted to go and look in my documents window now with Shift Command O, documents, list view, table, voices for OSX.RTF, rich text document. Okay, so I'm in my documents window. So now if I do VR left arrow, control option left arrow. Vertical splitter, sidebar, table, documents, selected tab, two of two. Okay, so the second finder window has now changed from all files to my current documents window. And if I do VR left arrow, control option left arrow. Downloads tab, one of two. It's my downloads tab. So I can now do VR spacebar, control option spacebar on that. Press downloads tab, one of two. And now if I do VR right arrow, control option right arrow. Documents tab, two of two. Okay, that's no longer selected because I've got my downloads folder selected now, tab. Sidebar, table, vertical splitter, list view, table. Okay, and of course I'm doing VR right arrow, control right to go across to my list view. And if I press down arrow. Line and dot app application. Soundflower 1.6.2.1.dmg disk image. Okay, etc. Now my downloads folder. Now, to switch between the tab windows, you can still do control tab. So if I do that now, control tab. Show next tab. List view, table, voices for OSX.RTF, rich text document. Now I can tell what window I'm in by the file it landed on, because that was the previous one it just spoke when I was in my documents window. And if I wanted to verify what the current window is, of course, I can do VOF2 or control option F2. Downloads window. And if I do control tab again, or I could even do just do shift control tab if I wanted to cycle back the other way. But I'll just do control tab again. Show next tab, leaving scroll area. List view, table, voices for OSX.RTF, rich text document. Okay, and of course we can do VOF2 again and control F2. Documents window. Now I find because I tend to use a lot of folders quite a lot all the time, such as Dropbox, my documents folder, downloads folder my home folder, a couple of folders in Dropbox. I have actually started using this multiple tab window setup in Finder. So let me command tab back around to our text edit document. Text edit, text edit, notes for mavericks.txt window three. Tags, a powerful new way to organize and find your files located on your Mac or in iCloud. Use the sidebar to view tabs and use the tag edit to assign tags to files. Okay, so this is all about the new tagging system in Mavericks. So to show you how this works, let me just do Command Tab to go back to my Finder. Finder, Finder, Documents Window, Downloads Tab One of Two. Okay, as you can tell, the focus returned to the tabs. That's why I left it before. Now I want to search for all the documents on my Mac that have the tag Notes in it that are used for night preparation for my podcasts. For presentations. Now at the moment I've only got a few in here to show you. So if I do VR right arrow control option right over to the sidebar. Documents, selected tab, two of two, sidebar, table, no selection. 
And let me interact with the sidebar with Shift VO Denner, Shift Control Option Denner. Interact with sidebar table. And let me do VO Denner, Control Option Denner to move down to tags. Devices collapsed. Tags expanded. Eight items enclosed. Okay, now if I do VO Denner, Control Denner. Notes, level one. Okay, that's a tag that I've made up which is called Notes. I'll do one more down again. Podcast. Okay, so at the moment I've just added two at the moment, Notes and Podcasts. And of course, the others that are already there from the label days are these red, red, orange, orange, yellow, yellow. So for low vision or sighted people, they can also assign a color code to a document. Okay, so let me just do VO upper control, upper back to notes. Orange, red, podcast, notes. And now, if I interact with that, shift VO upper, shift control, upper. Stop interacting. Come over to my list. VO rotor, control option rotor. Vertical splitter, list view, table. And interact with shift VO down, shift control option down. Interact with list view, table, row one of two, name. Okay, so if I do VO down, control option down. Notes for mavericks.txt, plain text document, level one. That's my notes for the Mavericks podcast that I'm doing now. Let me just go back over to the sidebar and I'll select the podcast tag. So uninteract. Stop interacting with list view table. Back over to the left. Verticals. Sidebar table. Reinteract. Interact with sidebar table. And down. Podcast. Okay, so there's podcasts that I've created. So uninteract. Stop interacting with sidebar table. Over to the list. Vertical splitter. List view table. Interact. Interact with list view table. Row one of three. Name. Okay, here we go, down. Demo of the Apple II emulator with the Echo Synthesizer.mp3 MP3 audio. Demo of the iPod Classic.mp3 MP3 audio. Okay, so it's only listing the files that I've tagged with the word podcast in this case. Now, if you want to create a tag, there's a number of ways of doing it. So at the moment, what I'm going to do is just close this window with Command W. Close tab, list view, table, sound. And I'm back in my downloads folder because it said Soundflower. Now, I like to find all the files that I've downloaded off the net because I've put them in different parts of my Mac. Now, of course, I haven't started doing this yet, but I will. So I'm going to bring up the information window with Command-I on this particular file for Soundflower. Get info. Now in Soundflower 1.6.2.1.dmg info window. And I'm going to do VO Command-J. Add tags. Tag editor, edit text. And I've just dumped down to the tag editor. And I'm going to add a tag. And I'm just going to call this downloads. Okay, so I'm just going to type in the word downloads. D-O-W-N-L-O-A-D-S. Create, 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 create new tag, downloads, image. Okay, and that's now created. So all I need to do now is just close that window of command W. Close window, list view, table, soundflower 1.6.2.1. Okay, now just to show you this just really does indeed work and I'm not cheating, or the Mac's not cheating, I'm just going to close all my windows again. Close all, if now in desktop, w, Macintosh HD volume. I'm going to bring up a finder with window with command N. New finder window, now in all my files window, all my files. Okay, let's go over to the sidebar with VR left arrow, control option left arrow. Verticals, sidebar, table. Interact. Interact with sidebar table. And let's come down to tags again. Devices. Tags. Expanded. Eight. 
downloads level one okay so in my tags now i've got downloads notes notes podcast podcasts now okay so i can do back up to downloads note downloads i'll interact stop interacting to my list vertical image browser grid no selection yes that's an image one browser row. view so i'm just going to do command two to change it back to my favorite which is a list view as list checked list view table interact interact with list view table row one of two name okay down soundflower 1.6.2.1.dmg disk okay so again it's listed just the tagged items in this case for downloads which is the soundflower one in my downloads folder so over the next couple of months, I'm actually going to be converting all my files over to the new tag system because it then doesn't matter where the files are sitting on my Mac. I can just use my tags on my sidebar to find the document anywhere they're located on the Mac. Now I should say it's one thing to tag files. It's another one to work out what files have already been tagged. And that's where the Finder view option comes in handy. So you can turn that label on the files so that you know they've been tagged or not. So let me just press Command W on this window for the moment. Close window. Now in desktop. Macintosh HD volume. And let me just jump back to that downloads folder again with option Command L. Downloads. Now in downloads window. List view table. And I'm going to jump into the finder view by doing Command plus J. Show view options. Downloads window. Always open in list view. Check checkbox. Okay, VOF for Control F for find. Enter search text. Type in the word tags. T H E S. Enter. Tags. Tags. Unchecked checkbox. Okay, check out the spacebar. Checked tags checkbox. Come on, W to close the window. Close window. Now in downloads window. List view table. Interact. Interact with list view table. Jump down to the Soundflower file download. So Soundflower 1.6.2.1.dmg. Okay, let's come across to the fifth column now. Date, mob, size, kind, tags, downloads, column five, row three, level one. Okay, so I've now I've tagged that one. So if I come back over to the left first column. Kind, size, date, name, size, and come up one. Line and dot app application. Come across the fifth column. Date. Sub, kind, tags, column five, row two. Okay, I know that I haven't tagged that particular file yet, so that'll come in very handy when I start tagging all my files on my system. And one final thing, when you save a document, you'll also get asked to put a tag on that item. So I'm just currently writing a presentation outline for a talk I've got to give in a few weeks' time, which is in pages. So let me just do command tab to pages. Text edit, Amadeus Pro, pages, pages, untitled.pages, window. Okay, let me just go to the top of the document to make sure it's the right document. Accessibility. That's the one. Okay, now I want to save this. I'm going to do Command S. Save, interact with dialog for window, untitled.pages, save as, save as, tags, where. Okay, let me just go to the top of the window. Save as. And then via right up drops to go across the dialog. Untitled dot pages. Untitled is selected. Save as. Okay, I'm going to type in a new name. So I'm going to do selection notes replaced. Cap N. R I D B C. Okay, so via right up drops to Disclosure tags. Disclosure dimmed unchecked checkbox. Tags. Tags. Tag editor edit text. Okay, so tag editor. So let me just type in notes. Orders. <laughs> notes image okay so notes is there now 
So I'm going to keep going with VR Rider Trops Rider. Where? iCloud. Where? Pop-up button. Okay, so this is on iCloud, which is fine. So we'll soon find out whether it comes up on the sidebar now under my tags. Cancel. Save okay, button. Let's save it. Now, just before I leave pages, I was going to show you something new to do with tables, and it's the fact that VoiceOver now supports tables in pages, which is extremely nice. So I'm just going to do quickly Command-N for new document. New. Now in. Choose a template. Window. Blank. Button. Okay, I'm going to press Enter. Now in. Untitled. Window. Body. Edit. Text. So I'm going to insert a new table, so VOM. Menu bar. Apple. Page. File. Edit. Insert. Okay, VOM space bar. Insert. Menu 21 items. Okay, down to table. Table. Submenu. Okay, of course I just press T. VOM space bar again. Table. Submenu. Four items. Headers. Basic. Okay, we'll just insert a basic table. Enter. Basic. Okay, and if I check where my cursor is with VOF3. Table 1, 5 rows, 4 columns. Table is in the voiceover cursor. You are currently on a table inside of a page. To enter this table, press Control, Option, Shift, Down Arrow. Okay, so interact. A one empty cell. Okay, and we'll just quickly do a very simple table. It's going to do three headings across one row, and the items in the second row. Okay, so I want to put animal in C1. Interact with a one empty cell. Animal. Okay, I just choose a recurrent line VOL. Okay, so I'm going to put vegetable in the next one. Stop interacting with cell. B1 empty cell. Interact with B1 empty cell. Vegetable. Okay, and we'll put mineral in the next one. Stop in C1 empty. Interact with C1 empty cell. Mineral. Okay, so interact. Stop in. Yeah, back over to the left. Veg. Animal. A1. Okay, let's come down to A2. A2 empty cell. Okay, let's Interact with in A2 empty cell. Dog. Dog. Yeah, Stop in vegetable B2 empty cell. Interact with B2 empty cell. Uh, let's do vegetable. Let's do carrot. Okay, Stop and in mineral C2 empty cell. Interact with C2 empty cell. And a mineral. Iron. Okay, that'll do for the right. So now if I interact. Stop interacting with cell. And I go back to the left. Animal. Dog. A2. Okay, to the right. Vegetable. Carrot. B2. Mineral. Iron. C2. Okay, it reads out the header information and the cell item that you're currently on, which is quite nifty. Okay, so let me just close that for the moment. Close. Interact with dialog. For do you iCloud delete button. Space Body. Button. Edit text insertion at end of text. And now we'll get back to looking at the tag. Okay, so let me just close pages for the moment. Command Q. Finder. Downloads. Window. And let's be nice and tidy and close all windows again with Option Command W. Close all. Now in desktop. Macintosh HD volume. New Finder window with Command N. New Finder window. Now in all my files. Let's go over to the sidebar. Vertical. Sidebar. Table. Interact. Interact. Come down to tags. Device. Tags. Expanded. Here we go. Eight. Downloads. Notes. Okay, run notes. Interact. Stop in. Over to our list. Vertical. List view. Table. Interact. Interact with. List view. Table. Row Down. one of three. Notes for our IDBC.pages. Pages publication. Level one. Okay, so if I come down one more time. Notes for mavericks.txt plain text document. So again, I don't have to worry where the file's located. I just use the tag system. So let me just do command W close this window. Close window. Now in desktop. Okay, and I'm going to do command tab to go back to our text edit document. Text edit. 
text edit, notes for mavericks.txt window 4. On the dock, VoiceOver now reports whether an app is open. E.g. Finder open 1 of 26, Mail 2 of 26, Safari open 3 of 26, etc. That point was saying that a VoiceOver now tells you whether an application is also running on the dock besides just sitting there because you've actually added it to the dock with the shift control option command T command now. Okay, so let me just jump to the dock. VOD or control option D. Dock. Airplane setting 26 of 29. Okay, so that just says airplane setting. So I know that's not running. Let me jump to Safari because I know that, that is running, I believe. So let me just do SA. Safari open 3 of 29. Yep, so it says Safari open. So that's running. And of course, Amadeus Pro, which is I'm using to record this demo. AM. Amadeus Pro open 25 of 29. And if I do TE for text, text edit. edit, open 4 of 29. Okay, but if I do MA for mail, mail 2 of 29. Okay, mail's not open. Uh, if I do iTunes, for example, IT, iTunes 5 of 29. Okay, that's not running. So it's quite nice now that when you go across, you'll find if I just press left and right arrow, text edit, open Safari, open mail. 2 of 29. Finder, open 1 of 29. Okay, you can get a good idea of what's currently running on your Mac. So that's quite nice now with VoiceOver. Okay, so command tab back to our document. Text edit. Text edit. Notes for Mavericks.txt. Window 5. Extras menu. Battery. New item. Identifies if any apps are using significant energy. Notifications center. Can now post to messages and LinkedIn. Of course, can set LinkedIn account and notification center and system preferences. That's basically the extras menu. So the fact that now on the battery menu, you've now got a item that, that tells you what application is using significant amounts of energy on your battery in particular. And the fact that you have quick access to sending a message and also in your account settings in system preferences now, which will come up under notifications, you can add in your LinkedIn account. I'll show you the battery one first. So let me do VOM or Control Option M twice to get to the extras menu. Menu extras, Bluetooth menu extra. I'm going to do VO right or Control Option right to get over to battery. System sound volume, Wi-Fi, text and battery, 86% remaining, menu extra. Now it's going to be interesting to see if Armadas Pro is going to be under my option that's going to say what's using significant amounts of energy because that's now running and recording this podcast. So I'm going to do VO spacebar control and spacebar. Battery, 86% remaining, okay, menu okay, 5 down items. Down, control down, control down. 5, 0, 5, remaining, power source, battery, apps using significant energy, okay, dimmed. Here we go. Amadeus Pro dot app. Yep. <laughs> Amadeus Pro is using significant amounts of energy, surprise, surprise. But it's a good way to check if you've got any apps running in the background that you're not aware of to see what how your battery is going and if you might want to close things down that are chewing up your battery, particularly if you're traveling, are you on a plane or a train, etc. Let me just show you the notifications. I'm going to do escape. Battery, 85% remaining, menu extra. Come over to notifications. Wednesday 6 spotlight, notification center. Yeah, spacebar, interruption spacebar. Notification center, window, system dialog, notifications, table. Okay, so let me interact with the table. Shift VO down or shift control and down. Across. Interact with notifications table row two of twenty one. Okay, so let me do VO down or control and down. Messages button, Twitter button, Facebook button, LinkedIn button. 
Okay, so we've now got the buttons for messages, which is new. Twitter and Facebook were actually there before, and I've already added in my LinkedIn account via the internet accounts in my system preferences. Now, because that's all buttons in a row, I need to interact with that. So shift VO down, shift control option down. Interact with messages button, Twitter button, Facebook button, LinkedIn button, share widget row two of 21 cell four items. So that was the share widget item that's talking about. So let me do VO right arrow control row. Twitter button. So there's a Twitter button. If I just go back with VO left arrow control option left arrow. Messages button. Messages button. So I'll go to the right now. Twitter, Twitter. button. Facebook, Facebook button. LinkedIn, LinkedIn button. button. Okay, so if I wanted to post that I'm doing this podcast, so if I want to send a message to my wife, I'm just going to go back to messaging. Facebook, Twitter, messages, button, press, application, share, messages, system, dialogue, to edit text. Okay, it's two. Now I can even type in my wife's name or her mobile number. It's going to type in her mobile number and pause the recording. It's going to press the tab key. Leaving scroll area, edit text, iMessage. Okay, so I can just say hi, just a test. T-E-T. Test message as I am doing my Mavericks podcast demo. Now it's going to read it back to myself. Hi, just a test MSG as I am doing my Mavericks podcast demo. Okay, let me do VRY left drop monitor. Cancel button. Send button. Okay, and VR spacebar control and spacebar on send. Press notification center, window, system dialog, messages button. Okay, and I'm back to the focus on the messages button. So if I do there, right here. Twitter button. Okay, we're back in the share widget again. So let me uninteract. Stop interacting with messages button, Twitter button. And of course, if I did VR down, control down arrow. Mail, clear button. These are the rest of my things in my notification center, which we don't have to worry about at the moment. Okay, come on, tab to go back to our document. Finder. Finder, desktop, Macintosh, text edit, text edit, notes for mavericks.txt, window 6, use the finder view option, command plus J, and then check on library to show the library folder in the user's home folder. Ivis was hidden in Mountain Lion. Okay, so as that point said, the library folder was hidden in Mountain Lion. You can now show it again in your users folder. Let me just command tab around to finder. Finder. Okay, now I want to jump to my home folder, and that's shift command H. Home, list view, table. And then bring up the finder view option again with command J. Show view options, David Woodbridge, window. And do the find command with her voiceover, V-O-F or control option F. Enter search text. This time type in library. And press enter. Show library folder, unchecked checkbox. Okay, spacebar to check it. Checked, show library folder, checkbox. Okay, close the window. Close window. Now in, David Woodbridge, window, list view, table. Okay, interact. Interact with, list view, table. Top of table. Name, date, modify. Okay, let's come down. Desktop, documents, downloads, Dropbox, library folder, collapsed, disclosure, triangle, collapsed. Okay, okay and there's the library again. Now, because my boys use my Mac Air sometimes, I'm actually going to hide mine again. So I'm going to do Command-J again. Show view options. David Woodbridge, window. VOF. Enter search text. Library again. Show library folder. Check checkbox. Spacebar to hide it. Uncheck. Show library folder. Checkbox. Command-W to close. Close window. Now in. David Woodbridge, window. Top of table. Name. 
Date modify. Turn it again. Desktop. Document. Download. Dropbox. Mess Apple Mac folder. Collapsed. Disclosure. Triangle. Okay, and that's hidden again. Okay, back to our notes document. Text edit. Text edit. Notes for mavericks.txt window system preferences. Okay, so we've just talked about the finder. Now we're going to talk about system preferences. One, iCloud now includes iCloud registered sign, keychain registered sign, which safely stores your website usernames and passwords, credit card numbers and Wi-Fi passwords and pushes them to your trusted devices so you don't need to remember them. Okay, so that was basically about the iCloud keychain and the fact it saves your username, passwords, credit card numbers, etc. across your Mac and across your iOS devices. And you need to activate that by turning it on in iCloud in System Preferences. So I'm not going to demonstrate that today, so we'll go to the next item. Two, language and text change to language and region. Okay, so the language and text option in System Preferences has now been renamed to Languages and Region. Three, print and scan change to printers and scanners. Okay, print and scan change to printers and scanners. That's a icon name change again. Four, mail, contacts and calendars change to internet accounts. Okay, mail, contacts and calendars change to internet accounts. And that's where you'll find, for example, your LinkedIn account option, if you like, to add that to the share widget, of course, which comes up under the notification center. Five, software update change to App Store. Okay, software update is changed now to App Store. And it's really nice that when these apps update in the background now, you can actually specify if it does pop up when you want that update to happen, whether it's in an hour or tonight, etc. So just let me show you that update quickly. It's going to jump to my doc with VOD. Doc. System preferences, 9 of 30. Okay, activate system preferences with VO spacebar. Pre system preferences, system preferences, window, toolbar. Let's come across to the scroll area. Preference panes, scroll area. Interact. Interact with preference panes, scroll area. It's going to type in APP. App Store button. Fair spacebar. Press automatically check for updates. Check checkbox. Okay, so that's the first checkbox. Automatically check for updates. And let's keep moving through this panel. Download newly available updates in the background. Check checkbox. Download new available updates in the background. You will be notified when the updates are ready to be installed. Install app updates. Check checkbox. Okay, install app updates. Install system data files and security updates. Check checkbox. Install system and security updates. Automatically download apps purchased on other Macs. Check checkbox. Download apps purchased on other Macs. You are signed in as David. That's my upper line day. Progress indicator. Image. Software updates are available. Show updates button. Okay, so I've got software updates available. It says show updates. And what this is going to do is launch the App Store and bring up the update category panel. Press App Store. App Store window. Back. Dim button. Now it's going to interact with this toolbar that I've landed in. Stop interacting with toolbar. Bottom of the screen. Updates. HTML content. There's the updates. HTML content. Interact with updates. HTML content. Update all. Two. Updates available. Group. Okay. That's the first item to update all. If I go to the second button. Pop-up button. I've got a pop-up button. VO spacebar. Menu. Four items. 
and I can choose to come down here. Install now. Install now. Try in an hour. Try in an hour. Try tonight. Try tonight. Remind me tomorrow. Or remind me tomorrow. Okay, and I'm just going to press Theo spacebar on remind me tomorrow for the moment. Closing menu. Remind me tomorrow. Pop-up button. Let me just close the App Store for the moment with Command Q. System Preferences, App Store Window, Show Updates button. Okay, back to the System Preferences, App Store, and we're on the Update button. It's going to go back to the previous screen with Command Left Bracket. Back, System Preferences, Window, Toolbar. And for the moment, I'm just going to close it, and then we'll return to Text Edit with the Mavericks Notes. Text Edit, Notes for Mavericks.txt, Window. So it's actually very useful. So if you want to have a look at those particular options, you need to go into System Preferences and your App Store. And by the way, I've been getting the System Preferences off my dock. You can also get into it under your Apple menu on your main menu as well. Okay, so down to the next point. Six, keyboard. Besides having the keyboard and keyboard shortcuts, now has keyboard, text, keyboard shortcuts, and input sources tabs. The two new options used to in language and text now called language and region as above. Okay, so you're basically the keyboard icon option in system preferences now has the text and input tabs that have come out of the new named language and region settings now. So now if you go into keyboard preferences, so doc, doc, system preferences, nine of tech, system preferences, system preferences, window, preference panes, interact with preference panes. Let's jump down the keyboard with KE. Keyboard button. Yeah, Press keyboard up. window toolbar. Okay, if you are right now. Keyboard selected tab one of four. Okay, so it says keyboard tab, which is currently selected, one of four. So they just used to be keyboard and keyboard shortcuts. It's now got those extra two. So if I do VR right arrow control option right arrow. Text tab two of four. Text. Shortcuts tab input sources tab input sources. four of four. Okay, so that's the new two tab options. Now in your keyboard that have moved, as I said, over from language and region. Okay, command left bracket, go back. Thank you again for being with us today on Main Menu. We always appreciate having you here. We hope you've enjoyed the show, and we'll see you back again here next week on Main Menu.